Welcome to the Dear Beloved Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Jean, founder of the Beloved Collective, and together we will dive deep into relationships, femininity, and the stages leading up to marriage from a Catholic perspective. Here you'll find real conversations rooted in the truth, dispelling the lies found in our culture, and learn practical ways that we can keep Christ at the center of our lives and relationships. Dear Beloved, welcome back. I am so happy that you're here. And today we're talking about peace, which is one of my very favorite topics. So I am really excited to chat with you about it. Um, Whether you've experienced a lot of peace in your life or are experiencing it currently or you're not and you're in a place of a lot of unraveling and upheaval and you're not experiencing peace, I hope that this finds you in, in the place that it's meant to find you. Um, peace has been such a sacred experience to me, um, throughout my life. It's been there at the biggest turning points. It's been there in the smallest moments and it's been there in the every in between. And it's been one of the biggest blessings to experience, uh, because it always tells me, Hey, I'm on the right path or Hey, if I'm not experiencing peace, maybe I'm not on the right path. It's been a guiding post for me. And so, Talking about peace today, I hope to help you in your own journey of peace and and to figure out how it can help you and how leaning into peace is a really great way of just being open to the Holy Spirit and living our lives according to God's plan. My story with peace has been from the very beginning. Um, I have not really shared my witness in this area, (laughs) I don't think ever, let alone here in this (laughs) um, platform, but a little bit of it uh, starts when I was pretty young and I had a really beautiful encounter with the Lord as a young person. I think I was about 11 or 12 and I really took on my faith in a really personal way, even at that young age. Yes, it's possible and um, it happened and I received a lot of peace from that and in constantly giving my life back to the Lord and asking for him to replace my will with his in line with his, I've received peace along the way with where I'm going with big decisions Um, and that's been seriously so helpful in discernment processes and just in being able to fulfill the things that I've decided to do, right? For example, when things got hard after I made a decision and I started doing something and things get hard as they inevitably do and after the honeymoon phase kind of ends and it's not so easy anymore and difficulties arise and you're homesick or uh, whatever arises, and it gets hard, that peace has always been there to remind me that, hey, I'm on the right path. And even in suffering, even in um, the not so great areas of life and the not so fun experiences, there's been peace reminding me that, hey, this is, this is where I want you right now, right from the Lord and just saying like, hey, this is where I want you and I'm here with you and it's okay. Um, And not that it, made it okay on the outside or made everything okay but having that interior peace gives me the strength to be persistent in whatever it is um one really 
concrete example and story I'll share is um, when I decided to up and move after my college graduation, I up and moved to a foreign country. I moved to Austria to uh, attend grad school there. And I had gone to Austria before. I've spent about a year there um, in college uh, studying abroad, and I absolutely loved it. Um, But this school I was going to was in a different part. I'd never been there. I'd never been to the school. And it was an entirely new group of people, and I didn't know anyone. Um, Well, it later turns out that there was someone who I went to undergrad with who also went there, which was a huge, huge blessing. Um, But before I knew that, right, I was up and moving to a new country um, and to a new school without ever having seen it. And it was scary, but I had a lot of peace in it. And getting there was fun and overwhelming. And I remember (laughs) getting off the plane and someone uh, who I'd never met before or seen a picture of picked me up at the airport. And I just trusted that that's who I was supposed to be with going (laughs) to the school with. Um, And we got there and I come out of the car and here comes uh, (laughs) a little blonde girl coming down and greeting me with the biggest smile on her face, the most extroverted person you'll ever meet. And I was like my little introverted self, having just come off the plane exhausted. I'm like, oh my goodness, what have I gotten myself into? (laughs) But actually it turns out really well. And she is one of my very best friends to this day. Um, But that's how it started, right? So just painting this picture. And Anyway, so I, I get it, get there and I move in and all these things and I'm acquainting myself with the area, with these new people that I'm meeting and everything like that. And um, I go to, you know, explore and I find a couple of different chapels on the campus. There's a big chapel in, um, in the main building in the Schloss and then there was a little chapel in one of the dorms. And in that little chapel, I remember having so many experiences of peace, of just sitting there and knowing that that's where I was meant to be. And in everything that would transpire there between the good and the beautiful and the sacred and the hard and the difficult and the ugly and the painful it was still peace. I still just felt peace. And leaning into that peace helped me get through the hard times. What's up, beloved fam? It's me, Laura Jean, interrupting this episode to tell you about my flagship program, Made Beloved. Made Beloved is a proximate marriage preparation program that was designed with single individuals and dating couples in mind. When I was getting my master's in marriage and family theology, I was filled with so much gratitude that I got to study those topics as a single woman. I knew that what I was learning was changing my life not only then, but would change everything moving forward. I created this program not as a typical marriage preparation program where you already know who and when you're getting married, but more to answer the big questions of, was I made for this? What are these longings teaching me about the design of God for marriage? Is there really something that can fulfill all of these desires of my heart? 
And if there is, how do I start building the life that supports these beautiful design of the creator? We go over all of that and more in the 12-week Made Beloved program. I only open up registration a couple of times a year, so go to thebelovedcollective.com to learn more and to sign up for our waitlist to be the first to know when registration opens up. Looking for curated, beautiful paper goods and intentional products to simplify your life? Then look no further than the Beloved Co. Shop. Yes, my very own product shop is here. Each product is made with the intention of helping you live well in the present moment. Stationery to help you connect with others, desk pads to help you remember what's really important as we plan out our weeks, and so much more. Intentional Catholic products to help you be a saint now and prepare you well for your future. These also make excellent gifts, so if you are looking for a gift for someone special in your life, check out the Beloved Co. shop on our website, thebelovedcollective.com. That's Beloved spelled B-L-V-E-D. And as always, you can find the link in our show notes. And as it turns out, a big uh, storyline of my life uh, has been um, getting sick with Lyme disease, and I ended up actually getting sick there on that campus. So for anyone who's looking on the outside and who might hear my story and be like, well, come on, aren't you upset that you went there? (laughs) Aren't you upset that that was, you know, where you went? Did you think that that was a mistake that you went there and because you got sick from it? And to that, I say absolutely not. (laughs) absolutely not and there might be times where you know it's really hard and I want to blame something and that might be a temptation to blame my time there of why I got sick and how I got sick and etc but I know that that's not the case yes obviously it's a direct correlation if I hadn't gone there I wouldn't have gotten sick or I, I don't actually know that I might have gotten sick a different way but Regardless, I knew I needed to be there in that time. And it was very apparent on many, many occasions that that's where I was meant to be. And part of my story of getting sick while I was there was the complete inability to continue living (laughs) there. And um, I actually had to leave pretty abruptly and come home to the States to get treatment. And that was really hard decision because on one hand I knew very well that I could not go on (laughs) there was really it was really hard to do anything I was missing more school than I was attending and I couldn't do the simple things to help myself get better you know uh things like that and having had received so much peace in being there it was hard to make that decision to leave because, you know, on one hand, I think, oh, like, this is where I'm supposed to be. Um, and on the other hand, there were a lot of things that were telling me, no, I need to, I need to leave. And um, anyway, there was, there was peace in that decision as well. And although it was very, very difficult and leaving led me to some of the hardest months and years of my life, it was also the Lord's will. And it was beautiful in its own way because of that. And 
I have yet to return <laughs> to that beautiful sanctuary of a school um, that I received so much peace at, but I also feel at peace for not having been there and finishing out the time there that I had planned on. Because that's the funny thing about God and his plans. They're like so much better than ours. And um, when we have our own plans, even if we think they're good, and even if we think that they are also his plans, we could still have like an idea of how those plans will will finish, right? An idea of how they will continue on. And sometimes we're only supposed to be in those certain seasons for a time. And then we move on, right? And the Lord showed me that that's, that was what he was doing with that time. And although I wasn't always happy with it at the moment, <laughs> it was and is and continues to be a huge blessing. And it just goes to show that his plan is so much bigger and better. And even if we don't understand it, you know, I couldn't have planned life differently if I thought about it, right? And I would be in a very completely different place if I had been stubborn enough to only listen to what I wanted. <laughs> well, probably a lot of places and I probably wouldn't be here with you. So it is a blessing. Um, but anyway, going back to today's topic of leaning into peace, in making decisions, it's really a helpful tool to lean into the peace and to follow the peace and to understand that peace is a supernatural gift given to us by God. Um, this past Advent, I was doing an Advent study with Blessed Is She, and the study was called Peace Has a Name. And it was really a beautiful study because we got to really look at peace and where it comes from and all of these things. And it just helped to remind me that peace comes from the Lord. He is peace and any peace that we experience is his direct gift to us. And in looking at it that way, we can be confident in peace. If we experience peace, that's because that is him in us, right? That is huge, right? That we can be confident in that. But also because it's a gift, it's not something that we are um, owed. It's not something that is required, right? And so there are times, and there's been times in our my own life, that that has been absent, not because what I was doing was not a part of his will, but that he was trying to teach me an even deeper lesson of trust or abandonment without also receiving that comfort of peace. And so you may experience times like that. You might be experiencing a time like that now and having done discernment and having figured out that, yes, this is what I'm supposed to do. Even if you don't feel peace, that can be a useful tool to understand that it's it's not owed to us and so you know that's the caveat in all of this when we're talking about peace and leaning into peace and following peace is that when it exists and when it's there it's huge and it's it's gold and it's wonderful and hold on to it cherish it because when it's not there we feel it's it's absence uh like in a very large way we feel it uh, leaving a hole in 
in ourselves and that's not very comfortable. <laughs> so um, if you experience it, when you experience it, cherish it and learn from it. Learn from, okay, this is what I did and, and, and thank God for that gift because it truly, truly is a gift. Um, but know that if you're not experiencing it, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing something wrong. It could mean that the Lord is trying to teach you something different. It could mean that he's trying to teach you to trust him more, or it could mean that you are on the wrong path, right? It could mean a lot of things. And I'm, you know, as a general podcast that you're listening to, this isn't a conversation and it's not going to be very specific to your own life. And I hope in sharing all of this that it's helpful to you, but know that this is not going to be, you know, very accurate to any specific situation because of the nature of it and it can't be but anyway that's the caveat <laughs> to all of this and the benefits to to living our lives in this in this way of leaning into peace when we have it and having it help us in decision making and also understanding that it is a gift and it's not owed to us the benefits to that are plentiful, <laughs> plentiful. The Lord gives good gifts, like good gifts. <laughs> He's never outdone in generosity. And even the gifts that seem like trials at the, at the time uh, can be some of the biggest gifts. And so peace is always a gift, always. And the absence of peace can also be a gift. So keep that in mind. Okay, before we end this conversation, I just want to chat about practicals for a little bit. Uh, practically, what does peace look, feel like? How do we know if we're experiencing it? Great question. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> um, but honestly, okay, practically, so let's just start from a really basic level. Psychologically, if there is something that you value that either something is being done against that value or you are doing something against that value, there will be disharmony in you. You will not feel at peace. This is um, a practical way of like, oh, I don't feel peace. Probably because, well, <laughs> one aspect of that could be that whatever you're doing or something is being done around you that you don't agree with is because it goes against a value that you hold dear, whether it be a moral value or just a value in general. Um, that is when we experience discomfort and that can also result in uh, a lack of peace. And peace can be, you know, like I said, it's a supernatural gift from God. It comes straight from him. And um, can we experience peace on a different level, on a non-supernatural level? Well, that goes along with the, on the psychological level of, okay, if you're doing things in harmony, is that harmony a kind of peace? And I don't really have an answer to that question. I, I raise that question to you of saying, okay, simply that there are different levels, right? There can be a, a level of harmony, at least on the very psychological basic level of harmony. You're living in, according, in accordance with your values. And then there's also another level of actual peace, of supernatural peace that is given to us and can sometimes be unexplained and 
greater than we can ever imagine. And that is the supernatural. That is the the gift given by God. So um, that's a thought to think about um, and to think about experiences in your own life that you've experienced harmony uh, on a psychological level and experience peace on a on a supernatural level and you can think about how those differed what was different about them um what you learned from each of them respectively etc so i will leave you with that to ponder um but i i pray that this finds you in the place that it needs to, um, that you, whether you're experiencing a lot of peace or you're not, that at least this gives you hope and trust in the Lord that he gives good gifts and that if he sees fit to give you the gift of peace, to be ready to receive it. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Dear Beloved podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or many on social media and leave a rating and review. And don't forget to follow along at the Beloved Collective on Instagram and YouTube. That's Beloved spelled B-L-V-E-D.